Hi, I'm Steve Mabb, Chair of the Australian Shareholders Association, and we're proud to be hosting the 2024 Investor Conference in Melbourne from the 19th to the 21st of May. And we're stoked that Phil, the host of this podcast, is going to be our special guest MC. If you haven't heard much about the ASA Conference, it's a flagship event that attracts around 300 investors and industry professionals, including the Chair of National Australia Bank this year, the Chair of AGL. We have Dr. Sam Hupert, the founder and CEO of Primedicus, and we've also got Richard White, the founder and CEO of WiseTech coming along, along with many others. For a limited time, new members can enjoy special pricing on registration for the upcoming conference, along with a complimentary 12-month digital membership with the ASA. That's two-day conference registration plus one-year ASA membership for $499, a saving of $150. Simply search for Australian Shareholders Conference Register, click on two-day conference non-member, enter the discount code MEM, as in member, 499, the number's 499, so that's MEM 499 to claim your special offer. Come along and meet me and Phil at the conference. We look forward to seeing you there. And I hope you enjoyed this episode of Shares for Beginners. A lot can happen in three years, like a chatbot may be your new best friend. But what won't change? Needing health insurance. United Healthcare Tri-Term Medical Plans, underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, offer flexible, budget-friendly coverage that lasts nearly three years in some states. Learn more at UH1.com. This is a Shares for Beginners quick tip. Essential lessons. Questions answered. Mike Tyson says that every boxer has a plan until they get punched in the face. And everyone is a long-term investor until they get punched in the face. Enrique Abeta is the editor of Empire Elite Trader, a weekly investment newsletter. In this quick tip, he talks about sticking to a plan, how we wouldn't learn to become a dentist, to work on our family and friends, and how it's your money man. Take it seriously. I think there's just some very simple rules that investors need to follow. And I'm going to start with one that, that's not so much a rule, but it, it's a way to think about it, You know, which is what's your goal in investing? A goal most people would say is, well, I'm investing to make money. Well, that means a lot of different things. If you are investing with a 30-year time frame and you want to take your retirement savings and grow it immensely, that's a much different kind of thing then I've got money that I need to buy a house in two years. I want to grow that money a little. The other thing is the reality is that people don't just invest themselves for money making. If they did, they would make much more rational decisions. People enjoy investing. So I think the most important thing is whatever you're investing, come up with the framework of what it is you're trying to accomplish and then create a plan around that framework that fits that framework. And one of my favorite sayings on Wall Street is plan the trade and trade the plan. You know, it doesn't have to be a trade. It could just be plan your strategy and, and, and you know, execute your strategy. Uh, but it works better when you say, you know, plan the trade and trade the plan. So, yeah, so presumably you've got, you got different goals. I mean, if you might be just wanting to get a deposit for a house, for example, that's a completely different plan, a completely different time frame than if you, like you say, you're planning for your retirement. No, exactly right. You know, and, and like another thing that I say to people, and I'll bring in another concept here, either trade a lot or don't trade at all. You know, the biggest, the biggest challenge in investing, in my opinion, single biggest challenge is the following, is people go out, they 
come up with a plan. Most of those plans are sound. I think there's some core beliefs in investing that I fundamentally don't believe with, but but I will say 80% of the stuff that people say to do is sound. They go out and execute that plan, but then something happens and they go against the plan. You know, Mike Tyson said everyone's got a plan until they get punched in the face. And, and that's really it. And so where I see it with investors is you either need to embrace high turnover or embrace no turnover. If you are a high turnover trader that has a plan and are trading actively, like you're playing blackjack, you know, playing hand after hand after hand, if you play a lot of hands of blackjack, then you're going to, you know, you're going to work, it's going to work out if you're disciplined. Or you need to take a 10 year view and go out for that view and then ignore it and don't do anything. And again, I think the problem is everyone goes into it saying I'm a long-term investor until the first time they get punched in the face and now they're a trader. I guarantee you that won't work. And, and by the way, it's not individual investors. The vast, vast majority of active managers underperform the indices. It is, it is crazy to me how many of them underperform. And it's for this very reason is they say, oh, we're long-term investors. Oh, but now we're risk managing. You know, which in this case is taking all taking my plan and throwing it away because the market traded against me for a month. You know, something like that. Um, we're humans at the at the end of the day. Yeah, not all of us have got a customata looking after us as well. Well, I think a lot of it has to do with training. You know, well, it I, is. It's, I, a, I, it's the training, isn't it, and getting the right advice. And really, I'd, I'd like to yeah. come back to this point here, though, that you're saying people should be trading a lot or not at all. But some people go in and start trading a lot. I mean, a lot of people this year have come on to Robin Hood and. I think it's a good time to be in there doing that, but they're going to get punched in the face as well. Oh, I, and by the way, I wasn't saying in general, I would say the vast majority of people should just not trade at all. <laughs> let me let me be clear. <laughs> I wasn't recommending one over the other. I was just saying, if you're going to do this, you must choose one of those. Um, you know, look, I think that trading, uh, you know, I always use this example. I use the example of dentistry. I, I'll meet someone and I'm like, you're a smart guy. You've done a lot of great things. You know, you've got a good education, whatever. You know, it doesn't matter. Um, we probably, you and I both could go read books about dentistry and figure it out. I don't think it's, it's not rocket science. Literally, we could figure it out and we probably could figure out how to do dentistry on our family and friends. Yet we don't do that, right? <laughs> what we do is we rely on people who have decades of experience, yet when it comes to investing, this is crazy to me. You'll have professionals that have spent 20 years. I, I've seen this over and over. You'll have someone who, or doctors, doctors will go. And if you went to a, a successful doctor who's got a big practice, made lots of money, and you say, Dr. Johnson, I want to form a medical practice. I want to partner with you. He will grill you to 20 ways to Sunday. He'll be like, what's your, what's your compensation structure? How are you doing your insurance? Follow up. You call Dr. Johnson up and say, hey, I got this stock. It's Chinese internet. If every person in China bought one of these, the thing's a, you know, a billion-dollar company. It goes, how many shares, right? You know, it, it's because there, it, it lacks the friction. Uh, you know, you can just make the transaction. But, but that's psychology, right? You know, and, and that's what you have to break. And so it's like anything in life. And it's your money, man. Like, take it seriously. But people don't because when I can go in and, and I, I'm going to go on a little little terrain about something else, which is about dopamine and, you know, human psychology. Ultimately, we're driven so much by chemical reactions. And the reality is when I buy a stock and it goes up 10%, I get a little hit. 
It's like I just did a shot. It's just like it's like I just saw something sexy. It's like I just took a toke of a cigarette or, 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 or you know, man, did, did a little bit of a drug. You know, that's that's awesome. And then uh, and I want to do it again and I want to do it again and again. And that's what gets in the way of the plan is, you know, it, it can be very sexy. It's a drug addiction, man. Like, and, which, by the way, it's fine. You know, children are a drug addiction. They, they produce tremendous dopamine hits, you know, your entire lives and a lot of, you know, anger occasionally. But you just have to learn how to manage that and respect your own psychology and biology when investing, which is another big theme in my letter. And um, having a process, that's something to help you deal with the psychology that's involved because you've really got to push those uh, those thoughts aside. Um, one of the guests I've got coming up on the podcast is a sports psychologist and his mantra is lather, rinse, repeat. And you see that with great sports people as they get on the field and in the, into their field of endeavor, they just do the same thing over and over again. They're not thinking about anything else except the process. Well, I think it's those two. If I were to boil it down, it is, it is those two is have a plan, a well thought out plan and then control your psychology, which by the way, is why I'm saying not trading at all is a much easier way to control your psychology than trading a lot. Because not trading at all, taking some great positions, throwing them in a box and losing the password to your uh, account is a lot easier to do than making 20 decisions. Or, or, or more importantly, it's not about making 10 decisions a day. It's about making 100 decisions that you don't make. Right. That's that's actually what it is. I tell I, I was on Twitter today. The market's had a nice little run here. I say to people, the thing, the number one thing that people mess up in risk management most often is sell high. Sell high is hard. Buy low is easier than sell high. But you know what's really hard when you didn't sell high and then you try to buy low. That's impossible. Right. That's where you get sell low. Right. So, you know, it, it, it is those two things. Control your psychology and have a plan. But that's also, like I said, I'm just going to repeat it. That's why I think don't trade at all is by far the, the best plan for the vast, vast majority of investors. And because if you're not willing to do the work, guess what? You're not going to get the return. Period. End of story. If you found this podcast helpful, please tell a friend, especially if it's someone who needs to start thinking about investing for their future. You'll be helping them and helping me to keep this show on the road. Shares for Beginners is for information and educational purposes only. It isn't financial advice and you shouldn't buy or sell any investments based on what you've heard here. Any opinion or commentary is the view of the speaker only, not shares for beginners. This podcast doesn't replace professional advice regarding your personal financial needs, circumstances or current situation. And thank you for listening to my podcast. Hold up. What was that? Boring. No flavor. That was as bad as those leftovers you ate all week. Kiki Palmer here. And it's time to say hello to something fresh and guilt free. Hello, Fresh. Jazz up dinner with pecan, crusted chicken, or garlic, butter, shrimp, scampi. Now that's music to my mouth. Hello, Fresh. Let's get this dinner party started. Discover all the delicious possibilities at HelloFresh.com.